Welcome back to the Deadlight Society. I am Adam. And I suppose I am Michael. You suppose or are you? No, I suppose. <laughs> okay, because we're going into this, Michael, and we can't have you second-guessing who you are. You're right. That wouldn't be very cool of me. It would be cash um, money of you, as the kids say. Very Okay, the cash money. You're right. Um, okay, sorry. Fast forward a little bit. We're <laughs> we're we're reviewing Krampus this week. We're trying to get into the the holiday spirit a little bit early here, but then reversing for next week's movie and going more Thanksgiving. <laughs> we didn't know what we wanted to do. We we're just like, ah, it's holiday, close enough, but. Is there really that many Thanksgiving horror movies? There's at least Not four. Really. There's four at least yeah. that I know of that we could have like filled the month with. There's Thanksgiving, there's Pilgrim, there's Poultry uh, Geist, and then Blood Feast, which we'll be doing next week. Yeah, so that's really it, which is kind of surprising that there's a lacking of uh, Thanksgiving horror movies. That surprises me. Get the honest. fuck on it, directors. We need more harvesty stuff. <laughs> I guess That's you true. could, like, at the same time, though, you could lump Midsummer. Yeah, it's a summer movie, but it's still, like, a festival of no. celebration. So no. you could get that out. We want to forget about that. Movie. I know, we'll but that. the concept it of it, you can add the Wicker Man, you can put Midsummer all within this kind of, like, harvesty, weird time. That's between I mean, I suppose, Halloween and Christmas, because fuck everything. Gross. Yeah, Halloween okay. went by too um, fast this year. Yeah, it really did. It it really did. Um, I feel like it always does, though. I don't know why. Like, I just feel like, like you, kinda, you just like you plan up for everything every single year, and then yeah. it goes by, and what feels like a fucking week, the entire month is just gone. It's like yep, oh, you didn't get to do anything. So. All of those things yep. I had planned. Um, but no, we're gonna jump this week into some holiday spirit with Krampus here. Uh, this movie came out in 2015, and it's currently stre- streaming on Peacock right now. If you have a Peacock account, or if you have, what is it, Xfinity, I think Peacock comes with, right? Yeah. So, there you go. You can watch it on there. Uh, it is rated PG-13, which kind of surprised me. I was hoping for an R. It didn't really surprise me at all. Like I'd... Well, when I was... No, go, go ahead. ahead. No. <laughs> Okay. Well, <laughs> when I was reading the trivia for it, he said that the only reason that it had to be PG thirteen was because like nobody was picking up on it with like a more graphic, like I guess because uh, there's a lot of controversy that surrounded other Christmas horror movies. Uh, so it wasn't until well, that's the uh, fucking thing that I wanted to bring up, like when we got into the movie a little more, is how fucking retarded like the world is where we have to be like, oh, every single christmas movie has to be family friendly every single christmas movie has to be like able for kids to watch because it comes out around the holidays and all these families will be spending time together no yeah make whatever fucking movie you want to make like it's fucking uh, i hate it i hate it i hate studios (laughs) studios are the fucking scourge of existence 
Yeah, and that's why I, I kind of like I I liked this movie. I definitely liked oh, yeah. it. It's definitely I like I a fear for me. Like I can give you that right away in the beginning here, but I would have loved to have seen it more graphic, just as a more R rating. And um, actually, again, reading the trivia here, there was one that said something about they almost got in in trouble with the scene where. Um, the ant one of the ants in here she spiked the egg dog or whatever and then let the kids try it that was almost like too much to put in the film of, of showing them actually sipping it so they almost got in trouble with that but oh i guess God. they kind of let it slide so fucking dumb <laughs> yeah. act like that's not a real like thing that yeah. happens in daily life <laughs> yeah so it's got to be real careful with what they put in here i guess which i mean i get it for a pg-13 rating but I would love to see a Krampus movie that's rated R. That's just well, throwing that, that out there now. for anybody. After this came out, then there was all those fucking straight to DVD, whatever fucking indie films and stuff that were going off of the Krampus lore. Yeah, but that's to the think they're indie films, so they didn't get the attention that this one got. Like when I think of Krampus, I immediately went to this movie and it's PG 13. Like I want a oh, mainstream Krampus movie that's R and like extreme. Like Terrifier, but Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Art the uh, Art the Clown, but make him a spooky. I don't think uh, we need Santa a Claus. slasher fucking villain Krampus though. <laughs> Why not? You can't tell me that wouldn't be fun. By the way, I searched Krampus on Tubi. There is literally ten Krampus movies <laughs> that aren't this Jeez. one. <laughs> Okay. It's ridiculous. Maybe try some of those. I'm sure some of those are graphic. <laughs> uh, yeah. They look it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's what I'll be doing. Uh, <laughs> there's the three just from 2018. <laughs> Damn. All right. Okay. I guess I take that back. Maybe they have been working on it. <laughs> I think we have a fucking series to go down. Actually. Yeah, I know. I'm definitely going to check some of them out for sure. Um, but now this one came out in 2015, and it made $61.5 million at the box office. So, And it also uh, won four awards and was nominated for 14 altogether. So not too bad. Like I said, definitely I enjoyed this movie. So, I mean, I could see it. Um, and ratings for this, just right off the bat here, Rotten Tomatoes is 66%. IMDb is 6.2 out of 10, and Google a 75%. So, you know, decent. Wouldn't say anything anything wrong there. Uh, I'd agree with those for the most part. So, um, And for those of you who don't know what Krampus is, uh, should I let you take that away since you're, you're the German here? <laughs> yeah, I don't... Do you want to fucking... That's nah, fine, I'll fucking go through the lore. As my grandmother once, actually my grandmother didn't really go into Krampus. I was talking to Michael <laughs> before the podcast about the other Christmas demons because mm. there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that surprised me. But if anyone does not know, Krampus is literally Santa's helper, essentially, but he's a demon. And all the naughty kids of the world... They get stuffed into a bag and beaten with sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. That's, that's about it. Like, when my grandmother was saying the one time the fucking 
there was literally groups of people. They still kind of do it, but not as extreme. But there was groups of people who would go around, take bad kids, put them in sacks, and beat them with fucking wicker sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's so horrible, but so funny. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, This is German folklore at its finest. Yeah, I mean, I... I definitely heard of it before watching this movie, so it's not like it was new to me, but like when you sang about all the other different ones that they have, and I was like, yeah, that's new to me. I'm not German. I didn't have any German relatives, so I mean, that makes sense that you would know that, and I didn't, but uh, definitely interesting, uh, the folklore here. It makes you not appreciate Christmas as much, because you're like, I'm either (laughs) going to be tortured or I'm going to enjoy the day, and it's up in the air which one is which. (laughs) Better behave, that's all. (laughs) I think Krampus is just an excuse for fucking parents to beat their kids around the holidays. That's all I think. I mean, maybe. (laughs) Maybe you're not off. Yeah, maybe you're not too far off from that. Um, but I mean, I like I like the idea of that though because like you know you tell obviously the story of Santa Claus to your kids every year and like oh you know he's making the list and he's checking it twice and it's like tell him about Krampus he's checking it too. Except he's gonna game. bring you to the fucking underworld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's like Germans yeah, no, take everything to an extreme, like genocides, <laughs> fucking yeah, <laughs> Christmas. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I would fucking say so. Yeah, dungeon porn, like it's everything. <laughs> yeah, that, that that sounds about right. Um. But no, that's really the story here. This movie is just this this family uh, kind of centers around Max is the I guess you'd call him the main character here. He's this little kid yeah. and he just wants a normal family fucking Christmas. Like it just the past few years, everything has gone to shit and it's just so much like chaos when all his family gets together, like his aunt, his uncle come and they bring their three kids that they have. Um, and it just gets worse and worse every year. And he like still believes in Santa Claus. He writes a note to Santa that basically just says like, you know, all I want for Christmas is like my family back and everything to be normal. Like he didn't ask for any material things. Like he just wanted his mom and dad to love each other again. He wanted him and his sister to, you know, like be pals again. Like it was this kind of like heartfelt thing. And one of his cousins like reads it aloud at the dinner table and kind of they just like mock him. And then he kind of ends up just like well, the fucking you know, letter it back. outs the entire family and their fucking yeah, problems. <laughs> it, it does, it it does. Um, but then he ends up just like you know taking the note back, whatever, going up to his room crying. And I think he like rips it up or crumbles it up, whatever he does with it, and just kind of like it's basically just fed up and like you know fuck this, like fuck Santa. <laughs> like, so it just that's where the curse of or the the folklore here of uh, Krampus comes in and he just kind of takes a hold of this family that isn't appreciating anything anymore. Um, and I think one of the, one of, my, one of my favorite quotes here that I definitely related to that um, Max says in this is he's talking to his dad and he's like, why do we have to put up with their crap just because we share DNA? And I was just like, I get that, Max. I get it. <laughs> didn't he like? Oh, that's kind of a good question. <laughs> like, didn't he kind yeah. of get that face? <laughs> yeah, he did. He was just kind of like, uh, well, I mean, yeah, but 
like they're family <laughs> like that you just got to put up with them and that's always the that's always the reason like this is not just you know unique to this family this happens all around the fucking world in real life and that's always the answer oh well they're family we blood is thicker than water yeah and i fucking hate that shit it, yeah. i hate it <laughs> like I did too. you will know like for those of you who know me personally and like very personally like you know like, i don't fuck around with that like if you've crossed me i don't care if you're blood or what like you're not invited <laughs> like don't come don't like it's just not a thing so I mean, that's I, I way more I got that. <laughs> if you cross yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> i mean literally though it's just like if i don't I don't give like second and third chances, like maybe a second chance, but like once you once you like ruin the second chance, like what else is there for me to give you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it just and I get it. Like this when the, when the when Max said that, I was just like, see, somebody else gets it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this but no, I don't want to go too far into it though. Uh, yeah. Um, we'll give you guys a little trailer here and i'm also going to like we'll link the trailer in the description but i'm also going to link um there's a like a quick four minute video that i was watching earlier of like the effects in this movie and like how they made um some of the the monsters in here and just the the special effects digital effects and practical effects that they did it's only like four minutes long so it's really not long but i thought it was interesting so i will link that as well um if you guys want to go check that out but uh, I think that's all. We'll give you your trailer, and then we'll be back with uh, some spoilers here. Unless you have anything else to add, like horror news or anything, anything else. Well, there's fucking nothing besides uh, Jordan Peele. His uh, company's deciding to go into audio horror by making a spooky podcast. So that's the only horror news for this week. We'll just hop right into the trailer then. All right, sounds good to me. So we will see you uh, shortly here for some spoilers. All right, see you after the trailer. Merry Christmas! Looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. This is delicious, honey. A little dry. Well, mine's delicious. Mine's dry. Do you want to trade? It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. How we're going to survive Christmas with 12 people stuck in a house with no heat and no electricity. Or food. There's plenty of leftovers, Howard. Beer it is. It's the weirdest thing. There's no cars, no people. How long can this keep up? We heard something on the roof. What the hell is this? St. Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or a goat? What kind of goat walks on its hind legs? His name is Krampus. He and his helpers did not come to give, but to take. Hold on to each other. He is the shadow of Saint Nicholas.
bad's gonna happen on Christmas. Alrighty, and we're back here, uh, part two. Um, spoilers ahead, as we said. I think we're gonna jump right into the ending here. Um, just because, for those of you who have seen it, you know this ends as basically everybody dies, <laughs> which is uh, kind of wild to me. I, <laughs> Adam said to me before we started uh, doing the episode, he's like, can you mark off who all died in here? And I'm like, they all died. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> and that's kind of the um, the ending here. There's two theories for it. So just going to go into those two theories real quick and kind of talk about what we kind of think could be more practical here because Michael Doherty, uh, Michael Doherty has heard both like opinions on the ending and he hasn't given a, uh, like a green light on either theory. Like he's kind of just left it up to I interpretation. Fucking. I love you, Michael Doherty. Fucking tell us, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's left it up to our interpretation. So I kind of wanted to dive into that a little bit and just kind of discuss it here. So, Theory one is that the Angle family, uh, both families there, they died and they're trapped in the snow globe um, and they're condemned to repeat Christmas morning for eternity and a twisted version of hell. So everybody died. Nobody survived. They're trapped in the snow globe forever repeating Christmas morning. That's theory one. And then theory two is that they were given a second chance. And the snow globe is Krampus's ways of watching over them and making sure that, you know, the second chance that he's given them, they're taking advantage of it. And they're, I guess, being more family like and, you know, nice instead of naughty. Um, so I don't what do you think? I think Krampus is already like, I already gave your fucking grandmother a shot. She obviously didn't learn and teach this fucking lesson to you guys. So, like, you're fucked. <laughs> See, and that's kind of where I'm at, too. But then there's another, like, within the second fan theory here. The only reason that it would make logical sense is that the difference between those two scenarios was that the grandmother didn't confront Krampus. Whereas Max at the end of this confronted him and he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I take it back. Like, please just give me my family back. Whereas the grandma, she didn't have the courage to confront him. So that's where they're trying to say like, okay, well, Max asked for a second chance. So Krampus gave him a second chance with his family to try to see if they're going to, you know, behave this time. So with well, like, that said... If- what was the grandmother like the grandmother was already given a second chance like her parents died yeah but like she was personally given a second chance so like wouldn't she already be like yo bitch you're on your last fucking straw with me the next time i have to fucking come down here like you're gone and because she was with max i assume that like they're just dead (laughs) i can see that but in the same breath no because like he was gonna leave max alone like he let max live and then Max came and found them and was like, give me my family back. Like, I'm sorry. It's like, I didn't meet. Like, I want my family back. And that's when he throws him into the fire pit, too. And then they all well, wake up the, the next morning. Well, that's the thing, too, is he was going to give him the same chance that he gave his grandmother by killing off his family and then leaving just him to spread the word. But he confronted him. So, obviously, he's going to go, too. He wanted his family. So, like, he's going to be put with his family, like, in hell. Yeah. I mean, I'll admit when I, my very first watching of this, 
before I read that the th- two different theories there, I definitely thought more of the first one that they're kind of trapped in this snow globe and it's kind of like a, you know, they're going to repeat this day every day and that's just what it is. That's definitely where my mind went with the ending. And then when I read the second theory, I was just like, well, I mean, I guess it could be either or, but that's why it's frustrating that he hasn't commented on which one's the accurate. Ending. Yeah, He's kind of yeah. just left it up to like, oh, whatever you think is how it ended, that's how it ended. And it's like, well, that doesn't help. <laughs> I get it. I really do. Like horror directors do this shit all the time because they want to make it like personally scary for like people, and it makes like more of a lasting effect on them, especially yeah. like leaving you. Uh, pondering it and like spinning around in your head like what does it fucking mean like it just it creates a sense of it being more and more scary and real than it actually is so that's why he's doing it but fuck you tell us what the fuck you mean (laughs) yeah I'm gonna read a little this is a trivia thing um, that has both theories here and I'm gonna read a little insert from that Um, It says, although writer-director Michael Doherty has refused to confirm which theory is true, the tie-in comic comic book Shadow of St. Nicholas confirms that the happy ending is the true one. The comic has, uh, let me see, the comic has murdered characters resurrected without any hint of a twist, showing that Krampus is willing to give people a second chance as long as they prove they've learned their lesson. And that's why I said about, um, unlike his grandmother, Max was brave enough to confront Krampus and prove he'd learned his lesson, which was why Max and his family returned and the grandmother didn't. And the grandmothers didn't. Um, and Doherty said either is possible. So it really is up to our interpretation of it. But I I don't know. I like either. Fuck <laughs> the happy ending. I'm a yeah, fucking it's... pessimist. Yep. We're going with the bad one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like I said, that's where my mind went immediately was that they were trapped in the snow globe. Like, I didn't even think of a uh, possible, like, alternative ending to that. But I can once see, I read it, I was like, I mean, I can see it. Combine those theories, though, and I think you just get the real ending of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But that's, I just wanted to start with that because I feel like it would be good talking points, and I feel like we got a pretty good conversation from that. So, um, what, I guess, what do you think is your favorite part in this movie? Do you have a favorite part? Do you have a favorite, uh, like, toy villain? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so, really. Like, it's... It's all what I expect it to be. Like, I came in with no... Like, I've seen it before. Yeah. I think. But, like, watching it again, I, like, I came in with really no expectation of anything. And I yeah. think just having that it's like everything that i expected it to be <laughs> at the same time if that makes sense yeah. no that's, that's it's like fair. it's a fucking krampus movie like what do you want <laughs> i feel like if i had a pick of like the creepiest one if you're not counting um krampus himself because he's fucking weird looking um especially with that tongue <laughs> jesus christ um but if i didn't count him i think there's the one like i don't even know what it's like almost like a jack-in-the-box thing like that big oh, you know big, talking about like the big the worm, worm one thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that one was creepy. The scariest one. Yeah. <laughs> that one was definitely creepy um and so was the the little angel then that swoops down because that one also had like a weird ass tongue that was like going in the mom's ear and i was just like oh gross <laughs> <laughs> talk about a wet Wait. fucking willy <laughs> 
Was she fucking licking her ear or was she like biting? <laughs> she, the way I just saw it, it was like her tongue, like the, the little angel's tongue was like, I don't know if it actually got to her ear or not, but it was definitely the side of her face and like the ear was definitely at least touching it. There's no way it wasn't. I don't know if it was directly in the ear, but it was definitely touching it. I don't think she bit her gotcha. her face that I saw, but I definitely saw the tongue. <laughs> it was fucking weird. <laughs> Um, let me see here. I'm just trying to go through some of the trivia that I wrote down. Um, another little fun fact here that I thought was interesting was that the snow on the ground uh, was actually made from material that's usually used for diapers. And when I read that, I was kind of thinking about it, and I'm just like, like that had to have been like slushy and gross, <laughs> like to walk in. Like that just had to be. Yeah, nasty. if it gets wet, then that's fucking. That's fucked. Yeah, but yeah. I, I guess said it's to not Michael wet, when he but... brought this up. At least it's not asbestos like it was for the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, definitely could have been worse, but that's just like weird to me that it was, you know, diapers. <laughs> Essentially, it was the fucking snow. <laughs> are diapers fire retardant? Uh, I think some are. I don't know if all of them are, because I know there's definitely like organic types and like. Uh, like people who are all into making sure everything's organic and natural or whatever. And there's certain ones that are like, yeah, I think, I don't, I don't know. I could be wrong. It could be all of them. I don't, I don't have kids yet. So I have no idea. <laughs> being honest. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh, there's a gel used in diapers that is fire retardant. Okay, cool. So possibly. So, you know, the rest of the baby gets burned, but the, the butts are right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of the aspect of maybe the fucking powder or whatever was treated with that, so it kind of works like asbestos would, because <laughs> oh. that's uh, non-flammable. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, so <laughs> two different directions. It's all right. It happens. <laughs> yeah, we don't um, want fucking flash and burn either way. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I guess another little fun fact here is that um, the sister Beth in here, which is the like main character Max, that's his older sister in here. She's actually the real life sister of the actress in here that plays. Um, what's her name? Hold on, I just saw it. Stevie, sorry. Uh, which is the the aunt and uncle, one of their. Uh, daughters but they're actually real life sisters which I thought was interesting and I definitely didn't notice that but watching it back now I can definitely see the resemblance so that makes sense we were talking about it earlier too just as like oh where does this movie actually take place it's so vaguely Pennsylvania that it's like it has to just be Pennsylvania number one there's not really anywhere else in the country where like Germans still spoken so outwardly than Pennsylvania. Yeah. The uncle and shit is from Pittsburgh and the last name angle, like fucking half of Pennsylvania's last name is angle. (laughs) That's true. So like, it just has to be taking place here. It very well much. So could, um, and two, uh, the angle thing that's i saw in the trivia as well that's like a it means like angel i think in german yes yeah so i thought that was pretty cool i'm trying to see if i can find it 
here anywhere. Like, because I thought I saw it in the in the trivia somewhere about like where. Because I don't think it, I don't think he confirmed either where it took place. I think it was just kind of left up to interpretation again, if I'm not wrong. Um, but it gave like a. I thought I saw it in the trivia. I'm gonna try and look through it real quick and see if I can find it again. But uh, it has to I be like remember. Ohio or Pennsylvania. It's the only two areas where I think. Because, like, Ohio still has a high Amish population, too. So I guess German's still spoken there to an extent. But Pennsylvania, it's kind of known for its Pennsylvania-German heritage. I'm just trying to look through to see if I see it. So give me, like, two seconds trying to see if I see it. Because I know I read something about it, and I just don't remember what I read because it's not one of the ones that I clipped to include, which I should have. But then that makes me also think that it didn't say where but I don't remember. And it was Ohio. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I knew it! I, was, I, I, was called it. The, I finally found it, <laughs> so it took me a second, but it just said something about um, on the, the TV or whatever, one of the cutscenes, the father hears a blizzard warning for the central Ohio area that covers Franklin County, Delaware County, Ramona Falls, and Warren Valley. And Warren Valley is a fake place that... Um, there's a fictional town where trick-or-treat took place, but the other ones are kind of like the greater or near the greater Columbus metro. So it's Ohio is technically where this takes place. I'm just glad everybody got to see or at least like listen <laughs> live how my brain like logic sets way through things. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, well, this will lead to this, which leads yeah, to this. Pretty spot on. This wasn't PA, but you're close. So I said Ohio after. I was like, it has to be PA Ohio. You're close. Um, but I think that was, I mean, a lot of the, tri- well, not a lot, but some of the trivia that I had here, I mentioned in the beginning here, um, just like the folklore itself and, uh, like the controversy that surrounds other Christmas movies or whatever. So we kind of mentioned some of that. Um, I guess I'll just kind of go into some other just general likes and dislikes. My only dislike was that I, I wanted an R rated version. I think that's really all I had for my dislikes. Um, I guess we could do fear or flop too real quick. Uh, for me, definitely a fear. And I think I give it like a fear six for me. I might get a fear seven or eight. Okay. All right, that checks out. Um, yeah, like I said, the only thing I didn't like was that I wanted an R-rated version, but I guess Tubi has some, so I'm going to go check those out. <laughs> They're going to be worse, but yeah, check them out. Probably. Don't yeah, I'm definitely anticipating that, but <laughs> definitely see that. Um, but Really, I, I like the, the effects in this movie as well. And from some of the interviews that I was reading, they tried to do more practical effects, which is also nice to see. They have a lot of puppets and some puppeteers in here. So um, that's always nice to see instead of just going right to CGI, um, which obviously they do for certain things like the gingerbread men in here. Um, those were like CGI when you see them running or whatever. So like they definitely use both. But I love when... You can see the practical effects and even when i watched the interview like he said like yeah you could do cgi for stuff but it doesn't give you the same reaction as like a practical effect would give you you know like you see the puppet on set and you can actually get a real reaction whereas to if you're using just cgi like you kind of have to just imagine that it's there and like yeah you can if you're a good actor you can still get a good reaction from that but just having something there to see, I think definitely makes a movies a lot better. 
Michael Doherty um, understands the Jurassic Park way of making movies, and you need yeah. both CGI and practical effects to make a good movie in modern age. <clears throat> like Jurassic Park in the 90s set that tone for this is how you do effects. Like you yeah. have your puppets, you have your CGI still in there, but combining the two, it creates a way more realistic image than it would without. Yep. 100%. Which is something that I really appreciate about this. And um, he said in the interview as well that like even like how it did it with uh, um, when they dressed Bill Skarsgård up and, they, and he didn't let the, the cast see what Pennywise really looked like until they were filming. Um, he took inspiration from he said the alien movie in this one where like they didn't let the the cast see the the chest alien or whatever that pops out and they kind of got like their real reaction to that that's kind of what he was aiming for with this as well so um i hate that you said chest alien when the fuck huh i hate that you said chest alien when it's fucking chest burster like you were one fucking word off sorry I talk too fast sometimes, and I'm kind of like using like half of my brain right now. <laughs> do you still have the fucking movie you know, playing in the background? I do, yes, but I'm not. God looking damn at it. it! I'm not looking at it. But you know what I meant. <laughs> you knew exactly what I meant, so it works. It's fine. You all know what I meant, Michael. We have a um, horror podcast. You need to know chest burster. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, I mean, technically, it's a little alien. No, like, is it not the same fucking thing? <laughs> Chest alien versus chest burster, Michael. One sounds like a Listen. five-year-old explaining. The other sounds like a well, proper fucking okay, nerdy sci-fi can we, not, <laughs> can we not agree that most of the things I explain is like a five-year-old explaining it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's kind of our that whole stick here. Yeah, <laughs> that checks out, does it not? Yeah. So fuck off. How about that? <laughs> um, Let me see. Uh, I think that was yeah like the oh I wanted to talk about the animated flashbacks I liked that too it gave me like Coraline vibes which I thought was really dope even though it was only like 30-45 seconds long I was not expecting mm-hmm. it but then I should have expected it because of Trick or Treat yeah I was like yeah, wait that's right. like I was mad at it at first but then I realized oh this is Michael Doherty that we're watching a movie from so <laughs> This yeah. should be expected. I just thought it was really cool um, the way that they did that and like how they had like the grandmother's character as like the only like 3D character there and the rest were kind of just like shadows. I don't know why, but I'm I'm a sucker for shadows. Like when you put shadow puppets and shit, like even in Candyman, the second or not the second, uh, the remake that they just did that we watched before, that movie wasn't necessarily a fear for me, but like that part of it like the shadow puppeteer stuff like i fucking love that i don't know why but like that just makes a movie like 10 times more dope for me i think it's a horror movie fan thing because i've heard that (laughs) multiple times from people but i think also for us harry potter and the deathly hallows like solidified that for us when we were young enough probably that's true yeah that's that's true that whole sequence is so fucking good too 
yeah i just i don't know there's something about it that i i just fucking love that shit so i love no, to see I that in it. here <laughs> definitely i didn't expect it either like when that scene kind of came on because nothing else kind of but like you're like you said trick-or-treat should have gave that away but like nothing else in this movie was animated so i just wasn't expecting the flashback to be animated but it was definitely appreciated and i liked that so well number one it stops any sort like it creates that kind of fantasy world vibe to it and number two it's cheaper (laughs) like maybe not because you're sitting there animating shit for hours but like you don't have to have younger actors you don't have to have all Mm -hmm. this extra shit you to make a flashback sequence you can just do it in animation and that's good like it fits especially with this type of story like it's a christmas story it's gonna have weird sort of flashbacky things yeah thought it was cool um but i think that's all i have for my likes and dislikes i mean i don't know if you want to go into anything like specific that you liked or didn't like about this there's not much i didn't like (laughs) like i don't think i actually did dislike anything yeah it's one of those rare movies i don't have any complaints yeah 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 no i definitely i definitely liked it a lot um and i tried to watch this like once before um probably like right after it came out and i don't know why i don't remember anything from it so i probably didn't get all the way through it or just i don't know i was doing something else but definitely one that i'm gonna watch like every fucking holiday season from now on so <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. he made a fucking christmas classic with this movie yeah it's really good i definitely like it if you have not seen it um definitely go watch it um obviously you just listen to all of our spoilers but still go watch it it's pretty cool um, but if you don't have anything else to add, I think that might be all for this week then. I think we're done. All right. So yeah, that's it for this week. Um, we're going to go, like we said in the beginning here, we're going to go to a more Thanksgiving feel, um, for next week, which actually kind of lines up because then the following week is like Thanksgiving week. So that's kind of like perfect timing. Um, so we're going to Blood Freak, which is a nineteen 19- Huh? I think I said Blood Feast earlier when I was talking about this, but yeah, Blood Freak. Yeah, I don't remember. You may have, but yeah, no, Blood Freak. It's nineteen seventy-two. Um, I have never seen it, and I had never heard of it before yesterday when I was looking up stuff. Um, but the plot of it seems interesting, and I'm hoping I'm going to like it. Um. We all know me. I don't really like older movies sometimes because of the acting, but and this one definitely wasn't. It only had a twenty-five thousand dollar budget, so I'm really not anticipating a great movie. But um, still, See, excited I'm to watch it. I'm anticipating a new favorite. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, not me. You sent me the description of this and Poultrygeist, like two or three or something like yeah. that, and. Uh-huh. Uh, like I was not sold on this movie at all, and then I read 1972, $25,000 budget. I was like, fuck yes, we're watching this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm not going into this uh, hoping for much, but I, I'm, I'm at least hoping that I'm going to get through it and like it enough to be able to talk about it. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I like the plot. The summary seems fine, so like... Uh, I don't know. We'll go, we'll go for it, but that's, that's next week for you guys. Um i think that's it i don't think i have any other news or anything um 
where since we didn't have an episode last week, um, I did post some more shorts on TikTok and YouTube as well. Just some more um, horror movies that you guys can watch um, kind of going down the line of like Netflix, Hulu, Peacock, all those um, like top 10 horror movies that are on those sites which are obviously just like my opinion. So there's definitely better ones on there. It's just like my top 10. So definitely. Go uh, do the, huh? I still got to go through and do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be posting those just to kind of have something out there for you guys so that we're not like completely absent when we're absent because that happens more often than, you know, we were anticipating. Like, you know, when we started the podcast. We're like, yeah, every week, like we got this, we can do like, so much and then we'll kind of get a few months into it and yeah life was kind of just like "Mm, you thought like (laughs) so you know that's the world's way of saying hey don't do that thing that may or may not lead to success (laughs) yeah so like shit on (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we try to post um you know we try to keep up with the podcast as much as we can so for when we don't have episodes every single week uh, I'm at least now trying to do the shorts so that we have something out there um, generating some some views and some, you know, uh, just general feedback. So um, definitely go check those out for us. And just as always, thanks for listening to us if you've made it this far. And uh, we'll see you next week for Blood Freak. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye.